playoffs you know everybody do a lot of talking and things like that I uh, I never really been wanting to feed into it on the social media and things of that nature but I think we have a really good team um, and especially with the way I'm working this summer I believe I take my game to the next level and it's gonna it's gonna put us there in the playoffs okay young king <laughs> the playoff the playoff talk okay you with that the playoff talk early if you write I mean, anything on your computer, you need to get Grammarly. Oh, I don't, I don't know what just went, I don't know what just happened right now, but um, <laughs> I, Knicks have a solid team though. Like it's possible. It's it's a maybe. It's a maybe. I don't know. Maybe he saw the new news and he got excited. I know yeah. he's been working on his jump shot and mm-hmm. he's been working with Chris Paul. Early, yep. So maybe all that bravado is getting to him. He's like, yes, playoffs, yes. Maybe just just don't adapt to his personality, please. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't alienate, don't alienate yourself on the team. <laughs> right. I'm not I'm not convinced exactly yet, but you know what? I, I gotta report. I gotta report the confidence. Yeah, of course. And you know what? I'm gonna actually do the actual intro. Or something. What's going on? This is Jalen from Nick of Time Show here, to give you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. This will probably be the last episode of the summer. Yeah, unless something wild happens in the yeah. offseason. <laughs> like, the whole team gets traded for Chris Paul or something. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, yeah, then we're going to have to... Yeah, then... It, she. Yeah. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be one of those situations. <laughs> but uh, unless something crazy happens, this probably might be the last episode of the summer. This will be the summer league wrap-up, the summer wrap-up episode. Of course, your boy, Jay Ellis is here with the faithful, the man with the stats and the facts. Ryan G in the building. Yeah. Of course, we're here. Yeah. Kathy. (laughs) Kathy, I don't know where you at. I I thought she was coming. Kathy asked me about when Kathy asks. When Kathy asked me about questions, mm-hmm. when she goes, yo, Jay, what's the topics? I'm like, oh, she's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy don't ask me all to- about topics. I was like, she's not coming. Yep. She asked me about topics. I was like, oh. Yeah, but then at the last minute, ain't show up. Yeah. She. And yeah, and I don't know. Edson's all somewhere in Philly. Yeah. Doing, I don't know. Yeah, so it's the G and J show, J and G show. However you want to play, however you want to put it. Yeah, give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time, man. Yes, sir. And right now, there's more Knicks talk to be had. Before we last week, we talked about the Knicks free agent signings, and this week we're going to talk about the latest free agent signing. Yes, yes, yes. Marcus Morris. Welcome to the team, Marcus Morris. Yes. I got to applaud this, man. Like Marcus, of course. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Like, the, Edson took the keyboard to, to Philadelphia. So I have, like, a whole new system going on. So it's not quite automatic exactly. like I'm used to. Bear with us, please. Yeah, bear with, bear with us, please. Bear with <laughs> us, please. But. Congratulations, Marcus Morris. We stole Marcus Morris from the Spurs. Take mm-hmm. that. Popovich. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, when was the last time the Knicks ever stole a player from the Spurs? Like, 
No. Or, no. Or, or, or from like any good team, period. I mean, like never. I mean, he kind of, he kind of, <laughs> well, well Bobby Portis a little bit by yeah. giving him a little money on the offer sheet and, yeah. and more, and the Wizards was like, nah, I'm not matching that. Yeah, kind of. That's what happens when you got extra dough to spend. Yeah, true that, true that. We we, we did kind of steal Mario too last season because I think Mario had interest from the Blazers as well last season or yeah. and a couple other teams he decided to play play with New York. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. We definitely yeah. did steal Mario from the Blazers. Yeah. And now he's finally there. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Marcus Morris. This is interesting. The interesting story with Marcus Morris is... Okay, so Marcus Morris was originally supposed to sign to the Spurs. Yes. Uh, the Spurs actually had to clear cap and make room to sign Marcus Morris. Yep. So he kind of rubs a little, little he, he he rubbed them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do they trade now? I think they trade. I think they had to trade one of their best jump shooters mm-hmm. and somebody else to clear cap space to sign Marcus Morris. Only for Marcus Morris to pull a DeAndre Jordan yeah. of 2019 <laughs> and renege on a deal yes. to come to the glorious Madison Square Garden. New York Knicks, goddamn it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Top it off for Ninja P. Yes. Now, um, are you excited? I know, I know the Knicks have been targeting Marcus for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'll let you tell it. But what, what, what can Marcus bring to the team, Ryan? I mean, like, to be real about it, like, Marcus Moses was one of the players that I really wanted the Knicks to go after, to be honest with you, in free agency besides, like, Julius Randle and players like that to just fill up the roster spots. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus Morris, like, I really like the way he played when he was with the Celtics. Like, he's a dude that will he'll bring toughness to the team. Yeah. Plays defense. Mm-hmm. He can shoot the three pretty well. Yeah, worked on that. Yeah, and I mean, overall, like, to me, he's an like a pretty solid all-around player and I feel like you know he's a player that the Knicks need on their roster you know guys that'll bring it pretty much every night when they're on the court oh that's a fact and if you've seen the Nick and Tom show uh uh Instagram there's a video posted there and it just shows the toughness that he brings yep him and listen I'm gonna tell you right now Practice is going to be lit, all right? Yeah. Practice is going to be lit because there's a video up there already with Marcus Morris and Bobby Porter yep. getting a shoving match when it was on opposite teams. And you can already see that that's going to be replicated right now in, in, in practice. Yep. And I just hope that, you know, it might not be Mark. It might be Knox. Hopefully Knox can. I don't know. I'm scared for Knox. <laughs> Marcus, don't push Knox. Push Portis again. Portis will take you. Portis punched in the face. Exactly. It, bro- it broke his jaw. It broke his jaw. <laughs> Knox is still a baby. Don't yeah. kill the kids. Yeah. But push him a little bit, don't get tough. Exactly, you know, like, you know, rough him up a little yeah, bit, but, yeah, yeah, you know, just the just OD. Yeah, the OD. OD. Yeah. <laughs> but he's definitely going to bring toughness to this team. Validity to this team, three point shooting to this team. Last season with the Celtics, he averaged thirteen point nine points a game, thirty seven percent from the three point line. Yep. Ever since two thousand fifteen, I think he's been sh- playing well. He shot thirty six percent the year before that, so he nice. shoots a decent, a decent percentage. Yeah, from three helps spread the floor mm-hmm. like we need and plays D. Yep. D three and D like we needed. Damn it. Exactly. Yo. Three and D like me and it, and. And why I love this signing is, look, he's not a superstar, mm-hmm. but 
every signing before this, there's been a little bit of an asterisk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Bobby Porter, he can shoot your three, but his defense isn't good. Julius Randle, mm-hmm. um, he is a great offensive player, but the defense isn't good. Yeah. Like, Taj Gibson, defense is all right, offense and so and so. Yes. Like, but he's a little slower and all. So, like, yeah. we have kind of like a two-way player on the team, yeah. which is something that we're sorely missing. Pretty and he's much. not super old. Yeah, he's 29. Decent age. He's pretty much in his prime. Yeah, pretty much in his prime. Yeah. Still got a lot left in the tank and can bring much-needed toughness to this team. Yes. Now, the chat around town is, well, what the Knicks have so many power forwards. What are we going to do? Who's getting the minutes? Mm-hmm. Like, are you worried about that, Ryan? Like, what's what's your take? Because we, mm-hmm. we got Marcus Morris, we got Taj Gibson, yeah. we got... Uh, Portis, we got Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do with all these power forwards? I mean, the way I look at it, I look at it as, like, competition. Like, you need guys that will compete. And, I've, and, and and to me, it's like, it helps to improve the team. Like, that's how players get better when you have to compete with other players for your spot on the team mm-hmm. and for minutes. Like, last season, I feel like the Knicks didn't really have that because, you know, they were just sold on, you know, well, let's just play the young guys and let them grow. But now I feel like this season coming up, we're going to find out who's real and who's not real. Yeah, you're right about that. Because now these young players are going to get challenged because we have veterans coming in who's going to be fighting for minutes. And I feel like whichever young players we see actually emerge mm-hmm. and, and they get that starting spot in the lineup or they get some solid minutes off the bench, that's who, that's who, those, those are the guys that we know that these are the guys that we can bring forward into the future because they fought for their spot on the team and they fought for their minutes and they got it. Yeah, Kevin Knox is going to have to fight for his mix this yeah. season. He kind of mentioned it already in, a, in, a, in another interview about how it's going to be tough. But he's not going to be the only one, man. Like, First and foremost, I'll say this too. A lot of these guys who are quote-unquote power forwards have played center. Bobby yeah. Portis has played a lot of center. So has Taj... Gibson. Mm-hmm. There's guys here who are not just going to be power forwards, but there will be centers as well. This is positionless basketball. Yeah. Second of all, Marcus Morris himself, he plays power forward and he also plays small forward. So mm-hmm. he can switch between the two as well. Yeah. So it's not just all powerful power forwards on the team. So people don't get caught up on these are all power forwards and that's it. With that being said, though, there's still a little... There's, don't be surprised if, there, if there's an Enos Cancer situation <laughs> coming around February. Yeah. Especially keep an eye on Taz Gibson. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on Bobby Portis. Uh, we'll see if these guys are still happy mm-hmm. um, during trade deadlines. Now, yeah. if one of those guys do become unhappy, hopefully they have enough value where we can flip one of those guys mm-hmm. uh, for like a, a second rounder yeah, at least. or third rounder or something like that. Um, but just keep an eye. Just keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 could be, it could get hairy. Yeah, it could. Uh, speaking of hairy, and also the debate as well is since Marcus Morris is here, he's primed to take Kevin Knox's spot. Yeah. Uh you know, Marcus Morris is only going to be here for one year. He has yeah. a one-year, $20 million deal, mm-hmm. uh, $5 million. He left the Spurs. The Spurs are going to give him two years. Yeah, two years, 20. Two years, 20. Right now, I'm sorry, he has, he has one year, 15. $15 million. I'm sorry. Yeah. One year, $15 million. 
which means he's making five million dollars more in a year. Yeah. Right. So, fifteen million dollars. You think he's going to play? Yeah. Would you though start Morris in your starting five? See, this is where it's like. Yeah, I think you have to think about future and long term. You know, because the Knicks, it's kind of tough because it's like the Knicks are in a position where they have a good enough team where they can possibly win games. But at the same time, it's like you want to develop your young guys as well. Yeah. And I feel like if Knox proves himself enough, you have to give him the starting minutes because we already know Knox is going to be here long term. Yeah. We don't know about Marcus Morris because he's just going to be here for a year. You know, like, we could still give Marcus Morris minutes, but it's like, unless he flat out beats Knox, like, flat out, you have to give Knox those minutes and then have Morris either come off the bench or or maybe, or maybe you know, give spot starts here and there. I don't know, but it, it's tough. I mean, you have to, I mean, if, if going, going off of, like, you know, like, long term, mm-hmm. you have to give Knox those minutes. Here's the thing, like, I feel you can tell by the way the Knicks approached this offseason, development isn't necessarily first priority this season. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like development is part of the priority, but it's not first priority. Yeah. They got a bunch of rotational players in here because they want to win. Not even make the playoffs, but I feel like they... They want to just prove to the league mm-hmm. that, hey, we didn't win last season because we had a bunch of young guys and we were teaching. This year we have veteran players. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to show that we can actually win some games. Not make the playoffs per se, but just show that we were better than mm-hmm. what we showed we are last season yeah. and that we can improve. With that in mind, I don't think that the Kevin Knox is just going to be given minutes like last season. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be have to be earned. I think he's going to have to beat Marcus Morris. Otherwise, why bring Marcus Morris and all the other veterans here? Yeah, that yeah, that's true as well. I don't know. I, at least my concern is like I want these guys to grow, you know what I'm saying? And I yeah. feel like I feel like if Kevin Knox at least shows up in practice, you 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 know you're gonna have to give him some playing time at least you know what I'm saying like even even if you have to split minutes between Knox and Morris whether it's evenly or one guy gets to play like maybe like say like a good thirty minutes and another guy plays like the other um eighteen or so mm-hmm. but it, it, it's it's a tough situation because you want to win but at the same time it's like you want the young the young guys to get better too so yeah you you want to have both you want yeah. you want to have both. And it's like you, when you look at Mar- Morris and what and how he like, I'm gonna say I'm thankful for Morris for coming to the Knicks. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to have you other young guys. I'm mentor these young guys here, but we know it's about money. We all know it's about money. Yeah, of course. So like after this season is over, I think everybody knows the probability of Marcus Morris staying here is not high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably slim. <laughs> it's probably slim. It's like really like how much does the franchise really love him? Yeah. Are we willing to pay him? Um like maybe I can see him possibly lasting another year. Mm-hmm. 
And then once the that 2021 season comes with all the free agents and like and then here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> then I can see maybe we let him go if you're trying to make moves and mm-hmm. sign somebody big or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But like like you said, because we know he might not be here long term, you want to develop Knox, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like I I feel like first party still is going to be winning. Yeah. Which brings me to my next question, man. You're starting five. Who's your starting five this season, man? My starting five? Yeah, man, let it go. <laughs> let it go. Top five, top five. If I have to guess, at point guard... It's rough, man. I know. It's rough. It's rough. I'll probably go with Dan Smith Jr. right now. Okay. Just for the simple fact, I see my dude working. He's been working out with Chris Paul. Which Chris I think, Breezy! Exactly. <laughs> which, 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 which I think that'll be a positive influence on him, and I feel like... That'll help him to beat out Peyton for that point guard position, starting point guard spot. Listen, man, like, DSJ, besides Julius Randle, the person with the highest upside on the team is DSJ. Yes. So you hope he put it all together. If we have a DSJ putting together with Julius Randle, mm-hmm. it will be a, a great season for us. Yes, sir. Okay, now now the wings is tough. Okay, <laughs> the here wings we go, is buddy. Tough. Here we go. Oh man, the wings, the wings. You saw summer league, man. You saw the yeah. summer league. You saw how Mr. Barrett got down. Exactly. Did, did that build some confidence in you that he's gonna win that top spot, brother? I think you have to go at Barrett, number three pick. Okay. And he's showing the summer league that he can adjust, which I saw that as a very positive thing. So I would give RJ Barrett those starting minutes at one wing. All right. The other wing now, that's when it gets tough. Because you have a lot of guys. You have Knox. You have Marcus Morris. You're going to probably have Dotson because I see them re-signing. They said the, they said the Knicks are more than likely to pick up his option. When's, when's the last time? You, is that a new a new report? It, 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 it's the same report for like a few days ago. Because here's the thing. Because, <laughs> because okay, we, we got Marcus Morris, mm-hmm. right, only because Reggie Bullock has plantar fasciitis, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and those those of you who follow the Dick Time show from years back, yeah, that might be funny to you. For those who are new, you're like, what the hell is that about? Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> Lance Thomas had plantar fasciitis, yeah. a.k.a. bad feet, yes. like Kathy was saying, uh-huh. and it really... Tim Hardaway Jr. too. Tim Hardaway Jr. too, and it really messed up their playing time and the efficiency, and it didn't allow him to play a lot of games. Yeah. Reggie Bullock, Great, good signing, mm-hmm. but he has plantar fasciitis now, yeah. and because he had plantar fasciitis, it gave us a lot more money mm-hmm. to sign Marcus Morris. Yes. So, it, I, I've seen reports that said the Knicks are willing to still sign Reggie Bullock. If that's the case, what's, I'm like, yo, what's happening with Doc? That, that's, yeah. that's why I'm confused. I'm sorry to mess uh-huh. up your top five. Yeah, no, no, no. Um... <laughs> Well, okay, so Dots is a maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Free Dots still. Yeah, free Dots. Dot Ho- hopefully. Here. But, yeah. Then, like you said, Bullock looked like he's going to be here, too. You, then you have Ellington. And it's just stacked at the other, and it's just stacked in the wing position right now. Mm-hmm. If I have to go with a, another wing to put besides R.J. Barrett, I'm going to have to go with Knox. Because okay. I, I, I like I like the improvement I've seen from Knox in um, this year's summer league, and I'm just hoping that he can bring it into the regular season. Hold on, hold on. Let me try this. Let me try this. Uh, hope I don't mess it up. Hope I don't mess it up. All right, All right there, there we go. There we go. There we go. 
So I'm hoping that Knox can just continue to bring that same energy that he had in the summer league into the NBA regular season. Mm-hmm. So I put Knox at the other wing. Power forward, your your front line, you gotta be Julius Randle. It gotta Randall. be Julius Randle. It gotta Randall. be Julius like, Randle. No, yeah, that's, that's the easiest decision. Yeah, there is exactly. To make. Oh, the oh who the guy who scored like 20, 20 points, eight rebounds last season, exactly, and had a better shooting percentage than Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna start him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Randle's pretty much a no brainer at um the other forward spot, and then center to me, there's no really competition there either. How it gotta be money making Mitch. It definitely gotta be. Hold on. See, I don't see if I had. That. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I missed the moment, man. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's definitely it, good. It's definitely gonna. Money, money, there we go. Mitch. Definitely gotta be Mitch. Yes, man. it gotta be Mitch. So yeah, my starting five is Mitch, Randall, Knox, Barrett, DSJ. I'll take that. My starting five. I'm going to say. I'm gonna start off with DSJ. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray to Lord Jehovah <laughs> that the jump shot is there because you know my fear. I've been seeing it all yeah, year with RJ. Like, we need guards that can shoot. Please, yes. Lord. Please, please mm-hmm. let DSJ be able to shoot. Exactly. And the thing is that, like, if Peyton could actually shoot, I would, I would, might consider, I might consider, I might would consider Peyton in that starting point guard spot. The things that like he can't shoot either. Nah, so it's man. Like, <laughs> like, damn, we still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so it's like. Kadeem Allen. What? <sighs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, we gotta be realistic. Kadeem uh... Allen, he, he, he might not see playing time this year because it's like right now, the on the pecking order, it's like you're behind DSJ. Yeah. You're behind Alfred Payton. Yeah. Now, Frank is up in the air because I don't know what the Knicks are going to do with Frank. But if you want to look at upside, Frank is above him too. Yeah. So it's like he's like the fourth point guard on that list right now. So I don't know if Fizz sees it that way. But he, uh, you're kind of right, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of right. But um, I'm going to say DSJ and hoping that. Who was working on his. Was Keith Smart working on the jump shot with him? I think it was Key Smart. Don't quote mm-hmm. me. I think Key Smart was working on a j- jump shot with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ the Young Bull Barrett. Yeah. RJ Bully Bull. That's his name now. Yeah. RJ Bully Ball Barrett is yes. his name, yo. Yes, Bully. Copy so don't copy me. I just came up with that just right now on the spot. <laughs> RJ Bully Ball Barrett, right? Number two. Three. I'm going to let Mox earn it, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Knox earn it. I'm going with Morris. Okay. I'm going with Morris. Morris averaged more points last season. Mm-hmm. Shot better percentage from three last season. Uh, played better defense than... That's the real big thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he, is, he is a better defender than Knox. Better defender than Knox. He, right now, he's better than in almost every way than Knox. Yeah. Even, even, right even, now, even, even though I, I'm not even going front. The shooting, though, Knox <laughs> might happen with the shooting this season. Yeah, possibly. Can, yeah, but I was I, I was talking about defensively, defensively though, because the way I see Knox defending the summer league, there's improvement. He, there he, is he, improvement. He, yes, he's, he's not he's not as bad. He's not as he's he's there's there's improvement. There's things happening. Yeah, there's improvement. Off ball is not that good. Yeah, off ball. ball yeah, it, it's it's decent. It's decent. But I'm I'm gonna start Morris. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna let Knox take his lunch. Alright, alright. Let Knox take his lunch. Um, Knox has, of course, the higher ceiling. Yeah. And hopefully he takes his lunch by the end, by like December or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> of course, number four. Everything else is like easy. Yeah, Just pretty much. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, number five. But it really gets tricky. Oh, I have my constellation. Okay. This is my constellation starting lineup. Okay. Off kilter. Alfred Payton. Okay. Free dot. Yeah. Free dot. Yeah, free dot. <laughs> So you got the defense and the shooting and the guards. Yeah. Man, with Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. And then Julius Randle and Mitch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. That could happen. It could happen. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying. There you go. Or you can do the Frank at the... I mean... If, 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 if Frank I mean, can shoot. If Frank can shoot, like, I, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't have any proof right now. I mean... I don't have any proof right I now. I mean, if, if you want to be real about it, this is the season we're going to find out about Frank. This because is the season. Because, because if because if Frank is still with the team in the in you know when the season comes, he's going to he's ha- going to have one hell of an uphill battle to get playing time. Yeah, he might not even be here though. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You might look at FIBA. They might look at this FIBA game like nah, because he's gonna be playing in FIBA soon. Yeah. If he makes his team. So we gonna see what's gonna happen with Frank. Yeah. The more interesting question too is not even just the starting lineup, but like who the backup. Dog. Yeah, because you know you got Alfred Payton. You, mm-hmm. You're guessing he has to be backup, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely backup point guard at at worst. Trier at the two. Yeah, definitely Trier. But then you get to the three, and then you're shaking your head again. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's a lot of wings. There's a lot of wings because even if you have Marcus, okay, Marcus and Knox has to play. Yeah, but you're looking at this kid Iggy. Mm-hmm. From some oh league. yeah, Brad Dakers, yeah. And you're like, dog, where's where? Like, we are we gonna sit him? We can't sit him, right? Like he's doing everything. Yeah, the, yeah, he's yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Like you can see some. There's gonna be some angry fans about playing. Like playing, mm-hmm. if we lose a lot, mm-hmm. there might be some fans like, dog, come on, play eight. I mean, unless unless you want to play small ball and have him coming at the power forward sometimes as well. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, he's supposed to be... You you kind of question his athleticism and if mm-hmm. he can even guard the three. So yeah, people will say, okay, well, yeah, power forward would be his ideal position. Mm-hmm. But then we got 27 power forwards on the team right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you play him in power forward, then now what? Yeah. Portis at center and then... I, I would play Portis at center. Like a small ball type lineup and space the floor. I would do that. And then... Taj Gibson asked for a trade in around February. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the crazy part is Taj Gibson still plays some defense, and that's something we need. Yeah, true that. It just gets tricky, man, because you still have Taj Gibson. Mm-hmm. You figure Kadeem maybe is is iffy. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen with Frank. Yeah. And it, and, and Iggy as well, man. Mm-hmm. It gets tricky. We have too many players here who need deserved minutes. Yeah. Too many. Which is why you might, maybe we should have just wasted a roster spot on a dead contract. All I can say is preseason will tell us a lot. <laughs> because the players who shot in preseason, that we're going to pretty much know, like, those are the guys that's going to get playing time. That's a fact. That's a fact. I can't wait. For, I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I, I can't wait for this break. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait mm-hmm. for this little break. I'm gonna do some backstage, some back stuff. I might see some new merch popping out. Now that's yes, great. Yes, 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 yes. I'm gonna do my merch in the summertime, so stay out for that. Look out for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some KOT. Would y'all guys buy KOT hats? I might put this on sale if you want some KOT hats. Yeah. The people want some KOT hats? Exactly. 
Yeah, hook up the people. Because, yeah, because hook up the people. I bet. Cool. Yeah. It is. Look at that. Seven thirty, Ryan. Oh, on the dot. On the dizzy. Oh, that's perfect. I t yeah, I told some. Okay, so you know what? We talked about our Marcus Morris thing. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Terry. We'll see. We'll see. And shout out to Terry. Terry's supposed to be with, be here with us. Um, and last minute he couldn't make it. He had to pick up a sister, but he said he'd do a call in with us. So we're gonna call Terry, and we're gonna talk about what everybody else wants to talk about too: the Knicks summer league. Yep. Uh, the performances, the standouts. Who do you love? Yes, sir. We're going to talk about all that. We just, I just got to call my guy Terry real, real quick, right quick, right quick. Hopefully, I get this right on the first ring. Yeah, we ain't trying to make no prank calls. No prank calls. If you call the wrong person, we keeping it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on the show. Word. <laughs> Phone is ringing. Calling that seven. Wait, I, I, I think it's supposed to text him first. He did say text him first. He did say that. Right. <laughs> he did. Wait, I think I. Yo. Yeah. Hello? Yo, yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. what's going on, Terry? This is Jazz from the Good Time Show, of course. Yeah, you know, Ryan G. <laughs> what's up, guys? How, how, how are we doing in Nick Nation? <laughs> we are okay, man. Yeah. We, we're fine. We just finished. We, we just finished talking about Marcus Morris and what he thinks he's gonna bring to the team. Mm -hmm. And now we're gonna talk about the RJ haters in the summer league. We, this is all about the summer league talk right now, man. So let's got you. Yeah, I yeah. So you know what? Do wait, do you have the stats for the for the summer league? I got individual game stats. I don't have like averages. Okay, we can do the individual game stats. So you know yeah. what? We're gonna first we're gonna start out, we're gonna talk about the last game of the season. With the Knicks versus the the Rui the Rui list Wizards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the Hachimura list Wizards. Yes. Yeah, but man. You gotta, yeah, but you gotta say most exciting game. I mean, I'm I'm out here in the living room jumping up, losing my voice because suddenly something's definitely wrong with me. But <laughs> good to see. I mean, that fourth quarter, man. I felt like I was at the Garden. They were just killing it, jumper after jumper, execution. Mm -hmm. Passing Tyler Cavanaugh getting back to back. Yeah, he was beasting. <laughs> yeah, he actually just got signed. He's going to Germany. Yeah, uh, I that. definitely. Yeah, but I definitely think he's someone who. You know what? One thing I'll say about our offseason, just to get off topic a bit, but I do wish they. Um, I don't. I'm not a big believer in 15 guys all wanting minutes being a good strategy. We were just talking um, about I that. I genuinely <laughs> believe. Yeah, I genuinely believe. Your 13th guy should be a young prospect. Your 14th guy and 15th guy should be guys who are going to go back and forth between G League and um, the NBA. When that's your 15th or 14th guy, like, played 20 minutes last year, which is the case for our team, every single guy in our team, except for the rookies, played over 20 minutes per game in the NBA last year, especially if we, if we fill it out with Bullock as the last guy. Mm -hmm. So we got to see. But I like Tyler potentially or even Wooten. For that last spot, mm -hmm. it's not, probably not going to happen. But you'll, you'll see what happens with Kenny. But just back to the game, you know, you really saw. I think what you saw in that last game even might have been weaker competition. Yeah. Is 
what we wanted to see, what we thought we'd see earlier, because guys know each other. And even though it didn't happen how maybe many thought, mm-hmm. I think our summer league, I'm very happy with our summer league. I think the first game, it wasn't really a loss, man. We were about to win. I was there. The building started shaking. So that's not a loss to me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a big issue that would have happened. It's true, <laughs> right? man. We got to grow, though. Yeah. It's all it is, man. You got to take time to water a plant and let some blossom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. Yeah. Hold on. One second, Terry. First, we're going we gonna to start off. Hold on. One second, Terry. I, I know. Hold on yeah. one second. Hold on one second. We got we got we got tradition here on Nick Time Show. <laughs> Every time we talk about a game, we start off talking about the stats. Yes. All yes, right. Yes. And we have a guy with the stats yeah. facts, Ryan G. He's gonna show you the stats of all the Knicks players and and what we did to to beat these guys. All right. Show them. Mm-hmm. Let them know, Ryan. What were the stats for this game? Exactly. So we're talking about Knicks and Wizards, right? Yes. Yeah, Knicks and Wizards. Last game. Knicks Wizards. Yes. So the Knicks won that game, one hundred three eighty seven. All right. All right. All right. That's what's up. Knicks. Yes. 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 Um, the Knicks were Ooh. led by R. J. Barrett, twenty one points, ten assists, mm. eight rebounds. Triple, double. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the positive thing about it was that he shot 7 of 13 from the field, which so he was pretty efficient that game as well. Yeah, something I was worried about all season. Yeah. Then we also had, oh, that we mentioned Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. 19 points, 4 rebounds off the bench. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, I like it. Then we had money-making Mitch. 18 points, Ooh. 9 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Whoop. Man Stop amongst boys. Yes. Brasdakis, 17 points, 8 rebounds. What do you, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, what's, what's, what's your name for Brasdakis, Terry? I- Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop, Iggy, Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop trying to pop off. We oh. got a beast from Canada and he's not soft. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. All those bars? bars. <laughs> those are bars? <laughs> Listen, we shot that video two weeks ago. I don't know how Iggy hasn't seen it yet, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping he sees it. But um, nah, yeah. Look at look, look at the stats, man. Like execution, you know, you see efficiency, passing, everyone crashing the boards, everyone defending. Mm-hmm. That last game, if you're a Knicks fan, that last game got to give you a lot of hope and excitement going into the season. Definitely, yeah, definitely. most definitely. Kevin Knox. Yes. This is where I want to start. I want to start here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. 15 points. Yep. Five assists. Yep. Four rebounds. Five assists? Yeah. Say it again. Five assists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the sound effects over here, but we just, we're hearing the clap button a lot because you said five assists. Yeah. Right now. And special yeah. shout out to Kenny Wooden. Whoop, whoop. He only he only had two points and two rebounds, but he had five blocks. He was blocking oh, shots all over the place. Oh man, Mini Mitch! Yes, Mini Mitch! Yeah. <laughs> Woot, man, Woot gotta get a. Can he get a two way? Can he be in the G League? Yeah, man. We, we need that man. We need that man in life. I already know we got too many power forwards and uh-huh. things, but I like him, man. You know, no, no, no. Those that are media power forward narrative, I'm shutting it down. Kenny Wooden can play center. But Kent, five, I think the five, those five blocks were all in the third quarter, right? I believe so. Uh, he uh, went on the uh, spring. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I read yeah, that. I, know, I don't think they were yeah. all in the fourth. I don't think they were all in the third. 
But I felt like he went on a crazy spree yeah. in the third where he had like three blocks. Yeah, he was blocking shots yeah, all over the he, place. He, listen, he said that shot to, to he said that shot to backward violation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think that's the one thing. Mitch gotta show him, man. Listen, man, don't block all these shots out of bounds. We need to retain possession. Yeah. I mean, it gets the gets the crowd hyped though to send the shot. All the way to the other side of the court, yeah. like a little kid playing like on the preschool basketball court. Yeah, like that's, that's cool to see. But you know, you need you need those possessions, boo. Yeah. You need them. <laughs> and it was funny too because like when I cause it didn't catch me the first time when I saw him play, because I was like, yo, this dude looks familiar. I'm like, yo, where this guy come from? Where did he come from? But then when I but then when I remembered, I was like, yo, he played at Oregon. And I remember Oregon in the NCAA tournament, that dude was a monster on defense for Oregon. I don't know. How does a guy like that go mm. under the radar? I don't know. That's why you, that's why Ninja P. Ninja, Ninja P we trust, man. Yes. But, yo, you know what? I'm going to start, th- start talking about Kevin Knox, though. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin Knox, to me, like the passing, I know everybody's been saying this, the passing of Kevin Knox is the thing that surprised me more than anything else this yeah. season. Before, he yeah. seemed like he just kind of barreled into people all the time. Was he, once he drove and got into the paint, he flailed his arms, mm-hmm. lost control, and there was either a turnover or... I mean, he got to the hole sometimes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it was a turnover or just a waste of possession. Yeah. And to me, it just it, you can just see that he knew where the players are going to be on the floor before they were even there. Mm-hmm. And... Yep. He made quick, decisive decisions, yep. and you saw it from game one in the summer league, and you see his, you seen it progress into this last game, game five. Mm-hmm. Love what I saw from Knox. Man. Yep. Ke- listen, Kevin Knox has been screaming silently in his style. Don't forget about me, son. All offseason, he's in the gym grinding, and we started in summer league. The passing, he's recognizing leads quicker. Mm-hmm. And even though you still see some of that tunnel vision at times, you even see him knowing that he did wrong, coming back in next position and changing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year, you might just see him running himself into a brick wall over and over. Yeah. You know, yeah. last year, despite the inability to pass, it was actually, you know, I was happy to see someone, you know, ready to go to the rim and deal with whatever happened. But obviously, he wasn't skilled enough to really be efficient from there. But you see this year, now he's making passes and that's going to make him such a bigger threat even going to the rim when you think Kevin Knox might hit the corner man yeah. now you got to defend him differently that's Huge. big so now he's going to have these defenders on their heels wondering is it, is it not is it not one who's not passing or is it not two who's hitting dudes in the corner you yeah. don't know so you got you got to love it. That's a reference to his jersey, his jersey as well. <laughs> but Kevin, Kevin, yeah, you you, you got to love what you see from Kevin in summer league, man. I I think he's a sleeper out of all these young guys. He could be the one that takes a leap this year, and people aren't really looking for it. Yeah, he definitely yeah. can. He's got to beat out the guy Marcus. And the other thing too is like I just like the way he just he initiated contact. Mm-hmm. He just seems like he finishes a lot stronger this year. He, yeah. He's he's drawn a lot of fouls, and hopefully that'll be able to translate to the next level once, once he gets to, like, the NBA competition. But he drew yeah. a lot of fouls and was able to finish through contact. Yeah, like in that game, he took 12 free throws, which is, like, unheard of for Kevin Knox if you date back to last season. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely showing that um, he's able to, like, get to the rim and finish through contact and things like that. But what also impressed me, like, there was this one play, I think, in the Wizards game where, like, originally, like, you would not see Knox do a play like that. Mm-hmm. But that play impressed me so much. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. I think it was a play where um, 
he when he caught the ball inside the paint, but he was off balance. Mm. And instead of like trying to force up a shot or whatnot, like he just passed the ball out immediately because he yeah. saw the guy open on the way yeah. for the three. Yes. And, and they knocked down the three. And I was like, yo, that play, I was like, yo, Kevin Knox is really going up before our eyes right now. Those corner three reads, man. What? Listen, I think I cried when I saw that. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there were onions in the room. There was a tear. I don't know what's going on. But the fact that he didn't bring the ball down there and, and either, you know, give an offensive foul, lose the ball, or toss up an off-balance shot, and he immediately before landing his second foot hit Iggy in the corner. Yep. Wow. Come on, man. Yo, guess what? He's still 19, man. Still yeah, he's, he's not even 20. Was he 20 like in a month? Yeah, like 20 <laughs> in a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You know what? That's what segue. That's a good segue into into Iggy Pop, man. Yeah. Since we talked about uh, Knox hitting Iggy, what did you what did you see about what do you like about Iggy's game, Terry? Yeah. It, what What is the not to like about my man Iggy? Mm. I mean. My worry now, the, my, my biggest worry about Iggy more than anything is where the minutes coming from. Yeah. Because yeah. his game, listen, his game, people, I, I compared him to Landry Fields a couple of weeks ago and people got tight. People like to slander Landry Fields. <laughs> <laughs> what you might get slandered right now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Listen, people got to remember how, like, Landry Fields' rookie season. Landry Fields was the same thing, second round pick. I, I can't remember who played in summer league, but I remember he started playing in preseason, and he just was doing everything right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he was everywhere. He kept get, catching the ball in the right place, kept hitting threes, kept getting rebounds. It just seemed like wherever you were on the court, Landry Fields was doing the right thing yeah. on the court. Yeah. So, to me, that's what Iggy reminds me of. Now, Iggy has a much higher ceiling overall. I don't think he's, a, um, he, he's tough. I think he's going to last longer in the league. Um, he's going to – he can his jumper is more consistent than Landry was. But he reminds me of that guy who comes in, you know, you don't really know what to expect out of him, but then he just seems really polished. He seems like he's almost, I don't say he's at his ceiling because I don't know how, how high he can get, mm-hmm. but he seems, he plays like a four-year college guy that just came out of college yeah. and could play immediately, like how Brogdon did for the Bucks. He seems like that kind of guy. Um, you got to get a minute. Listen, I, I know we got some dogs on the team, but he's a dog too. So you got to find a way to get Iggy some minutes because I, I, this guy does not be, he should not be in the G League and should not be on the bench um, rotting away. It's going to yeah. be rough, man. Minutes. Yeah, Fizz, Fizz, gotta, Fizz, Fizz do not need to get him right. He's right already. You know what it is, too? He competes every play. Every he does. The rotations, the defense. Yeah. He just yeah. competes. Yeah. That's what you love. Yeah. Man, you got, and you know what it is, too, man? Players love playing with guys like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I'm interested to see how Trier fits in with this group, Alonzo, because I could see it maybe not being a great fit, but I could see the vet. I mean, you guys loving Iggy because he's a guy who's just going to go out there and do whatever he needs to do to make the team up the team win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, big, big dogs going to like little dogs like Iggy. Yeah. Yeah. Trier is somebody I always think about because I know he has like that mm-hmm. alpha, alpha mentality. So I wonder about him when he's veterans and see. I wonder how that mix is going to be. But yeah. Yeah, Iggy, he's like, he's one of those guys, he, first of all, like, the post-up game, the, mm-hmm. the fact that he's ambidextrous, yeah, and he can post up yep. with either hand, and because he can turn, shoot over both shoulders, mm-hmm. left or right, and pass, yeah. once he's in the paint, he's always a threat to do something, and mm-hmm. he's never going to look stupid once he's in there. Because, yeah. you know, like, there's guys in the paint who kind of, like, once they're in a spot where they can score, they don't know what to do. Yeah. He, he's... 
he seems already polished where I can turn right, turn left, mm-hmm. or if someone's going to cut, he's going to pass in the ball. Yeah. Qu- quick, fast, and easy. But, he really man, did, if, if he, had such a, he had such a nice little pass to Mitch yesterday. Oh, he, was, yeah. uh, he, was, he was in the lane, mm-hmm. and then he hit him between two defenders, bounce pass. I mean, I, I, you know, you don't want to say a guy has a full package or whatever drafted 47, mm-hmm. but, but the kind of big baseline of all his NBA skills is so impressive. For a, for a guy to be even drafted that late, like you just, I feel like no matter what, he's like a solid B minus in like everything at mm-hmm. least. So like you're getting a guy who who's not gonna hurt you on the court, but the, who has the mentality, and he, he he thrives off of momentum, which is why I could see him at the garden just getting hot and the garden going crazy. He's like that kind of guy. Oh, yeah, he's gonna yeah. give you a crazy. Uh, uh, like, like, if he's the kind of guy who give you a random forty point game, you know what I mean? Like he seems like that kind of guy, That's and I've got to mm-hmm. got him. I'm glad we got him. I'm glad we got yeah. him. And even the fact the fact that which game was that where he hit like the game time? Oh, three, I think the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix game. That showed yeah. me something, man. That showed me I was like, oh, he got the yeah. he got he got those. Yeah, and, and he and, got and, those those. He got the mm, big the big exactly. ones. <laughs> and, and, and this one this one this, this <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a pause. But um yeah, but this just oh, because this this just solidifies why I was hyped that night. Cause we, y'all remember the chat. Like, I remember you was yeah, hyped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cause I saw dude play at Michigan. I liked this game. <laughs> you and Spencer was hyped. Yeah, cause I was like, I was like, if you watch him at Michigan, like you could tell, like he's such a smart player. Like he really does anything wrong when he's on the court. He doesn't have really any yeah. holes really in his game. The only re- the only thing that really is to his detriment is. He's six seven and a power four. Yeah. <laughs> so you wonder how that's gonna translate <laughs> at the next level when he's getting these big power forwards. You know he's gonna compete though. Yeah. Yeah, that's never in question. Yeah, you yeah. know he's gonna compete. But you you love you just, you just love yeah, him, he, man. He's one yeah. of those glue guys. And Iggy somehow is one of those unique players that plays stronger and taller than he is based on who he's playing against. That mm-hmm. that's a that's a skill in itself, man. That yeah. is a skill in itself, man. Playing up, playing up to your competition mm-hmm. and rising to the challenge is always something you want. You want those guys. You want. You don't want the strength is gonna hide in the corner. Exactly. Uh, don't don't pass me the ball. Mm-hmm. No, you don't want those. Give me <laughs> yeah. the ball. Take exactly. the shot. Exactly. And Call. What? Clap. <laughs> All that. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what and, we need. and what I love about him is that he knows how to take advantage of mismatches. That's what I love about him because he just knows. Like when he sees certain players on him, he knows. Like okay, I can take this guy into the post and score over him or. If or if like a big man is on, he's like, you know what? I could probably take this guy off the dribble and get to the rim. Like that's what I love about him too. You know what? Too. In general, this whole team has done a great job taking advantage of mismatches. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Like, mm. And from Knox to Iggy to even RJ, and a lot of the times, money, money, make it, Mitch. Money making Mitch was was the. The recipient of that. Yeah. So what's going, what's going to what we saw from Mitch, man? Uh-huh. What did you like from Mitch this season or, or this summer league? Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when it comes no, I got you. So when it comes to Mitch, um, there was good and bad, right? So I'll say, well, the good is like, it's what you know from Mitch. The efficiency off the charts. Yep. He missed mm-hmm. five shots. Five shots in summer league. Insane. Um, you know, he's dominating these guys, but he was clearly... You know, you could see Mitch. He was a little, um, you know, undisciplined because he's having fun. He knew <laughs> that he, was, he knew. Listen, I was there. I saw Mitch was listen between plays. Mitch was looking at the bench, posing, making jokes. He was definitely enjoying himself, having a good time. 
it's tough. It's cool. You know, one thing with his defense is that you saw him doing this more. He was actually, instead of defending sometimes, he was trying to bait people into shooting so he could block it. Yeah, yeah. So, he, he was, it was, a, it was a, it was a, it summer league in terms of that, but I don't think anything that Mitch showed you should have you worried at all. Because he, he Mitch is ready. Mitch is going to have a great season. Um, the one thing I said, um, I want to add on to that is that I wish I saw him shoot. He did that interview and he said, yo, I'll be shooting threes this season, laughing like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I had him like, all right, so shoot a three tomorrow night. <laughs> Word, tomorrow. Then, you know, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, we're playing the summer league, man. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Just one up. So it would have been nice to see him just even take some because I really do believe in that form going back to high school. Mm-hmm. But you know, listen, he's a ridiculous rim protector at an insane level. Um, he's finishing around the rim. Uh, he's definitely going to lead the league in field goal percentage this year. I think he'll qualify this year. He'll get enough field goals to qualify. He wasn't able to get it last year, foul trouble, missing games, stuff like that. But um, he, listen, Mitch, we, we got a gem in Mitch. We're going to have to match this guy, this guy in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just, ha- just hold on. Number 23, Big Mitch. Big Mitch. What, what a find. And what a find. Again, what a find, man. Imagine that's the Mellow treat. How crazy is that looking back? Thank you, Mellow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shout out to Mellow. Thank you, Free Mellow. Mellow. <laughs> Free Mellow. Yo, Trier said it. Free Mellow, man. Free yeah, Trier said Free Mellow, man. Mitch is a guy, um, you know, the, the finishing, everything. It's such a such a jump, you know. The talent was there last summer league, yeah. and you could see it. And it was exciting. And then, you know, honestly, since DeAndre, that, that trader, DeAndre Jordan, since he came on midseason and gave him some pointers, I got to thank him for that at least. Yeah. Mitch, just, his game had just grown leaps and bounds. And I just, you know, you hear him on defense. He's screaming out on defense, man. He's letting people know where to be. He's telling them where the pick is coming. His growth is not even near where I think it's going to be, and it's already been so much. Mm-hmm. So Mitch is a feather in the Knicks cap, man. Great job. Great job at management, development, everything. Yeah. Hell yeah, goddammit. Thank God. I'm, I'm glad Mitch is on our side, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's like his athleticism is just so off the charts. Even it when is. he gets beat. Yeah, he's able to recover. I'm just like, oh, man, he's getting cooked. Mm-hmm. Somebody beats him off the dribble, a guard will beat him off the dribble, all of a sudden the shot is blocked into the stands. You're like, well, well I, I guess that's not yeah. a... Advantage. That's not a. <laughs> and, and, and and I love how he just gets off the floor so quickly too. It's it's like, you like it's like that's why I think that's why he blocks so many jumpers because people are not expecting him to like, lift off the floor so quickly. Nah, man. And 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 and, and you know and like extend his arms to where it's like it's near impossible to shoot over him. Yeah. But he just releases off the floor so quickly, and then it's like his second and third jump is mad quick too as well. So it's like if you're around the rim. And you miss a shot, like he can go up quickly, get the offensive rebound, and put it back. So, yeah. yeah. Well, shout out to Mitch. And yep. you know what? I, I'm I'm leading into. I had to save. I had to save RJ for last, man. I had to do it. I had to do it. RJ Barrett. <laughs> I had to do it. RJ started off slow. We all saw it. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! RJ's a bust. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Man, these these people. These people. <laughs> <laughs> These Ar- people, man. Arjun's <laughs> a buck, Terry. Believe me. He 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 didn't play well in two summer league games. His career is over. Exactly. Terry, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Wrap it up. Shot twenty five percent from the, the field. Take, the hot take. The hot take. Society, man. They can't help it. They can't help it, man. You can't you can't take too high. You can't too, get too low, man. Nah. All right, go 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 off, yeah. Terry. Let let us let him know. Yeah, listen, R.J. Barrett, one thing I said, I say this on my show, I keep saying it, is I think a lot of people didn't watch him play. 
I think a lot of people maybe saw a couple highlights. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, he's a wing. Be excited by the fact you got a wing coming in in the league. And I think they're just thinking he's going to be maybe just like high sign, you know, ISO guy, dunking, taking threes, whatever. RJ's games are much more varied than that. And I think that's what we saw. And you saw even RJ himself. I felt like the first two games when trying to be that guy, people thought he was. And yeah. then when he kind of mm-hmm. took a step back, you know, handle the ball more, let the game come to him. Yeah. We saw him turn into who I think he's going to be. Um, I think RJ this season for, you know, his rookie year, I see RJ getting more uh, triple-doubles than 30-point games. And I'm not, that's a good thing to me. Mm-hmm. RJ's going to get to the line. Listen, he's not as fast as people thought. He's, his athleticism is not that upper, upper elite level, but he, he wants to win. And I said this a million times, Matt. Him wanting to be here him wanting to win and him, him being so self-motivated, mm-hmm. to me, more so than any individual skill he has right now, gives me faith in him. Because RJ is going to, he's going to grind to the core. Imagine you Kobe. And he gets that Maple Mamba thing. It's yeah. Kobe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that whole thing of like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get my skills up and get to where I need to be on the court. His body's already crazy developed for his yeah, age. He's yeah. still going to push guys body, around. Yeah. Yeah, you saw him in summer league. You know, as as the games went on, he got a bit more shifty in terms of how he was using his footwork mm-hmm. and his weight to get to the rim. He wasn't blown by guys, uh, but he was finding a way to get there using his physicality. Um, his body, like I said, his body's ready for the NBA. Mm-hmm. But it was great to see, and as his confidence grew, this is the thing with him, kind of like Iggy. Now you saw him last game against the Wizards, uh, two for four from deep. You know, he's hitting threes. One of them was in motion. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, RJ, I'm hitting an in motion three pointer right now. Yeah, uh, I love it. I think the ball's got to be in his hands, not you know, not exclusively, of course. But I definitely think he's his best when he's kind of letting, taking it slow, letting things you know, letting things materialize on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, but listen, I, I love that because for me now as well, we're not. I'm not worried, and I never was to be honest about him becoming coming here trying to be the alpha. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are trying to put that on him and say you know, RJ's going to be doing everything. Now I feel like even even more so with more evidence that RJ's going to come in. He's going to play his game. He's going to rebound. He's going to make himself an asset if the scoring or the shot is important. Um, and he's going to pass. He's going to be active. And his defense, man, like he played defense in somebody. He was really Yeah, man, the defense um, surprised it. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though, even though, listen, he's not going to be a plus defender at all. So don't come back tell, talking in three, eight months, tell me Terry told me RJ can defend. He's not going to be a plus defender. He's not going to be a plus defender rookie year. But what you got to love is that he competes. Yeah. His footwork needs work, but he's strong enough to hold his own. I there's a lot to like with RJ Barrett. I think the Knicks fans listen, and it's funny, right? You ask Knicks fans today when they trade RJ for Zion, it'd be interesting to hear the responses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, young king. Yeah. Yes, young king. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But yeah, yeah. Uh, really nice finish frame. And you know what, too? Last thing about RJ, I actually love that he started off badly. Because I think had he come in the summer league and just killed it, like he came in, there was nothing for him. He's destroying everyone five games in a row, looking like a beast. Mm-hmm. I think he would have come into the season with some false confidence. Mm, what yeah. I saw from RJ is that he kind of took his lump, learned to get through it. Like that second game, man, I was up there with, with CP, shout out to Casey, Big Fan TV. We were in the second row, and you could see RJ was so visibly frustrated at how he was playing. It, it, it was taken like he, he kept his, you know, he was able to keep it even keel on the court. But you could definitely see that, you know, it, not that the pressure was weighing on him per se, but that he knew that he should be playing a lot better and he was taking it, like, it was on his mind. Yeah, so yeah and he's he plugged was, in too because yeah. I know you saw this, Terry. 
that he was um responding to, to people on social media talking about he was he was a bust. Oh, RJ had smoke. He was responding, but he was just like he liking was... comments. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he, was, no, yeah. he was responding. He was just liking. Comments. Oh, right. <laughs> and it's like okay, he like he's so he was very aware how he's being perceived. Yeah. But yo, I have so much to say about RJ's game, mm-hmm. and and you know, like what surprised me, what didn't, mm-hmm. what I like. First and foremost, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with your triple double comment. I have a, I have like a prediction. We might see a game where two players have a triple double on the same team. Mm. We're talking about Barrett and Payton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see a game. It's like, oh, 10, 11, 11, 12, and 11, and 11, 13, uh-huh. and 10. is like, I can, <laughs> depending on like the minutes, and yeah, I can see. Mm-hmm. Whereas it either happens or like, oh, close. It's like close. Yeah. But that's that's just some weird thing I was thinking about. That has the but that's just a weird. But back to RJ. There was a lot of things that I heard that he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. That I was like, yo, he kind of did that though. Yeah. For like, for instance, the passing, right? Yep. Um. He was touted as you know what he can pass. He's a really good passer at the top of the key. He can't pass once he gets past half court. I mean, once he gets past like the foul line, and then it's in the paint. He actually, I actually felt like he made his a, a good amount of plays mm-hmm. below the foul line, yeah, whether well. it be lobs to Mitch or cutters. Mm-hmm. Like he, of course, he didn't do that that first game, that first two games, the first game especially. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was forcing the issue a little bit. Yeah, he became he had yeah. all the problems that he had on Duke. He had in that first game, mm-hmm. but he quickly adapted. Yeah, he did. So I felt like you know that was a good, a nice thing to see that the passing was able to translate. Also, kind of what we suspected too, like, he needs the ball in his hands. He needs the ball in his hands. You're wondering how that's going to happen with DSJ here and Alfred Payton here. You can see it happening with Fizz gives everybody the freedom to kind of run the team once they get the ball off a rebound Mm -hmm. and go. And since he is a good rebounder, you might see him kind of run the offense a lot that way. Mm-hmm. But you wonder, you know, how else it's going to fit with the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, please, Lord God, Jehovah, please let DSJ get a jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, I'm, I have to admit, after seeing RJ, you know, grow into that goal as a ball handler mm-hmm. and really, you know, own it and do a good job and look confident and look comfortable. You know, he's someone to his passes to Mitch when Mitch was fronting someone or trying to spin and get a lob were so on point. Yeah, you know, yes. some of them it felt like he was making them within an inch of the defender. And um, I've seen Nick's guards forwards, everyone for years miss these simple passes into the post. But seeing RJ execute that and knowing RJ was immediately able to get a camaraderie with Mitch and understand where to throw the ball to yes. Mitch specifically, yes. which is a crazy skill to have at his age. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do worry about the backcourt, man, because to me, I, just, I know DJ is out here talking about I want to make him rookie of the year, et cetera, et cetera. DJ jumper is going to have to be a lot different. And the, RJ needs the ball, and DJ needs the ball, and I, I don't know if it's a perfect fit. I just mm-hmm. don't, I, you know, training camp's going to come. It's going to be a bloodbath. We're going to see who. who yeah. Keep, 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 you know, keep what you killed for real this time. Mm-hmm. We're going to see what happens at the end. But. I'm going to say it. 
You know, you know, my boy is if he hits the shot, I, I gen, you cannot tell me if Frank is not hitting his shot that a Frank RJ backcourt doesn't make the most sense in terms of Frank Yo. being kind of a secondary ball handler and RJ as well. If he's like really harmonious, then you get Frank on defense being defending the main guy so RJ can take a break. And listen, Frank, I, I, you know, we saw training videos last year. I got it. But this year, it's looking a little bit better. If Frank can hit that three, we're going to see in FIBA. If he's hitting that three, even though it's a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. if he's hitting that three, to me, that's a game changer. Because you let RJ and Frank, two, six, seven French-speaking dudes in the backcourt, talking French to each other, confusing the defense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see it. Listen, I can see it working, man. And that, that gives us yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. So we'll see. Yeah, but Frank got to prove it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that would be the ideal backcourt. That would be it, perfect. Yeah, really? But, but it's up to Frank, though. Like, Frank has to show, like, I've improved. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be based on yeah. last season. Yeah, man, he's gonna have to keep what he he has. He's he has to kill yo. Yeah, it's do or die for Frank right now. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right with the Frank. He fits perfectly with the scheme of mm-hmm. positionless basketball, especially if you can pass. Yeah. and shoot and play defense. That's ideal. That's certainly ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, and, and I want to speak on Barrett too. Like, okay. the thing I I liked about Barrett's game was the fact that like. He was able to adjust his game as the games went on. Like, like we already know the first two games, he was pretty bad. Like, he forced up a lot of shots, Word. forced the issues a lot, and things like that. But I felt like at least in game three, like when game three came around now, like I saw him, like instead of always forcing his way left, he went right sometimes. Yes, and, yeah. And he was able to get to the rim. And, and it's like I rarely saw him do that at Duke ever. So it's like the fact that now he's actually trying to go right and, like, and try to switch it up a bit. Just, just so he can get to the rim and score, I, I saw that as a positive sign. Yeah, the going to the rim and the finishing as well, man. Like, yeah. he, it seemed like he was finishing at a much higher rate, especially when he came to that last game. Mm-hmm. And then, like, again, like, as the games went on, like, he was just showing his all-around game, and that just gives me confidence about his game going into the season because I'm like, see, he seems like the full offensive package. Like, he can pretty much do everything. For the most part, like he can pass the ball, he can find open players, he can rebound the ball, he can handle it, he can he can pretty much score. Like he kind of he kind of does remind me of James Harden in a way, in a way because he does, he doesn't because he doesn't have the strong because he he, he could be, because he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have the strong athleticism like James Harden, but like he can score, he can right. pass, he can rebound. So I see. I so I see where the comparisons come from when it comes to James Harden. It was funny because I feel like he's. Yep. I feel like RJ might be eventually. He might be a better. It seems like he shoots a lot better off the dribble. Like he seems like he's more fluid mm-hmm. when he's dribbling or running. Or I don't know if he's a standstill guy as of yet. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Do we shoot? Do I have? I have yeah, so we, I, guess, I probably talk about RJ's game for like another three hours. Cause I, <laughs> I, I, I freaking had so many. Read so many damn think pieces and mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't have enough wiggle and <laughs> yeah, the pass into the corner. Um, you know, I mean, he's not the athlete Dwayne Wade was, but you know, I'm seeing some of that too in his game. I mean, RJ's gonna be RJ, you know, what I mean, he's gonna end up being his own player, but um, definitely the makings of someone who could really be a, a star and maybe a superstar one day. Uh, but like I said, his mentality doesn't grow on trees. You know what I mean? You talk about people wanting it and really wanting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's been born. He's been born and bred to play in the NBA. Is he, he got Steve Nash in his hair? You know, Steve. Like imagine Steve Nash hitting you up after game, telling you didn't pass enough. You're gonna pass more. 
So mm-hmm. to me, uh, RJ like is it, like set up for success, and he has the mentality and the drive to do it. And I love that he's not someone who you know, given all his you know pedigree in terms of his dad playing, having Nash in his ear, etc. He doesn't seem to be someone who wants to rest on that. The way you know, people, some people compare him to Wiggins, and the, the, to me, the difference in desire. I won't make that comparison. Yeah, yeah. You know, nothing. Like RJ wants it. He wants to be here in New York. He wants to. He doesn't want to. He wasn't need to be the guy to dominate, but he wants to be a, a main player and help the team. Um, and like I said, him taking lumps in summer league could not have been better in terms of preparation for him going into the league. If one thing RJ knows for the rest of the summer, I bet you he's grinding. I bet you RJ knows that was a little bit more difficult at times than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So now I know the league is going to be another level to that. So I got to keep in the gym. I got what? I got another couple of months. Mm-hmm. Let, let's see how much I can do before season starts so I can hit the ground running. And if you get asking your rookie man, I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And you know, that kind of reminds me of something because um, on Twitter today, I saw Lonzo Trier had a comment too about a lot of the um, draft picks oh, that sat yeah. out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, and actually, that's my pick. That's one of my, um, you know, you know. Oh, that's what, oh, well, that yeah. one. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, Alonzo Trier, okay, I'll save it for yeah, a year yeah, later. Yeah, but, yeah. but basically, Alonzo Trier had some things to say about some of the um, draft picks that were on. Um, Sitting out games. Missing in action. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, he pretty much said that um, it's going to be a rude awakening. Oh, yeah. When the association starts. Oh, yeah. Baptism by fire. That's yeah. for sure. And at least with the Knicks players, it's like all our guys, they pretty much played all the summer league games. Like Barrett, like Grasdakis. That's what I'm saying. We like to... Come on. Like, like, like Knicks don't believe in no load management. <laughs> we don't believe in that. Load management. You, you don't know who are... Load management. I don't... <laughs> I'm saying, you know, I'm saying, I'm trying, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to give me the rent, Ryan. I, I, I know, I'm I know, I know, I know, right I know, now, I know, I know, I'm I leaving yeah. it for later. All right, all right, we're going to save it for later. We're going to save it for Ryan, later. I'm trying to give all my gems away early. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Do we even want to talk about Kadeem like that? I'm a, do you want to talk about Kadeem and Wooten and... Well, I mean, we... I mean... <laughs> no? Kadeem, Kadeem, no, eh, right, Kadeem, like, eh, eh. I mean, it's gonna be long. You know, he's a nice beard. But I mean, you know what? I just don't. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm still there. I feel like I don't care too much about that investment, to be honest. Right. And I feel as if at this point, at this point right now, you know, I'd rather give that to someone else who's younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't mm-hmm. think now with three point guards. Like, if, you, if Frank didn't get traded, then he's still gonna be here. Then you do really do at least gotta let him be the third guy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and and I just don't see you know Kadeem like I said he played well to end it, but to me for him to really have gotten a spot on this roster and a spot in the rotation, he would have had to come out killing summer league. Like yeah. Kadeem is like seven to six years older than everyone in summer league. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he he should have been a bit more dominant, but I'm not judging him on it. Just looking at the makeup of the roster and where we're headed, mm-hmm. nice to see him last year. He's definitely an NBA player. I think he definitely going to get um, maybe not a primary backup role anywhere, but definitely somebody could be your third guard and even play some good spot second minutes, mm-hmm. um, your second point guard minutes. But um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we pretty much said the same. We said the same thing earlier in the podcast. We were talking about that whole point guard situation as well, and we pretty much said the same thing. Like, you know, with Dennis Smith Jr., then he got paid, and then he got Frank. It's like, 
where's the really space for Kadeem Allen? Like, it's going to be hard to find this guy any type of playing time, period. Yeah, and right now he's on a two-way contract. Do you feel like he, with Wooten playing the way he is, do you feel like that might be transferred? Or do you, like, um also, um who else? There was somebody else who's on a two-way contract right now that didn't play, right? Like Wilkes or something? Well, well, like, Wilkes, Wilkes is just, he didn't play, so he's, you have to see what happens with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Hinton, what did Hinton, Hinton get? Like the what did he get? He did, I, I oh. look at this because we got a lot of these guys that um, just kept kicking up. Um, and we got to see what even happens with Wooten if they try to find a way to get him in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perry may have one more move. Perry may have one more move. You think before? You, know you think I mean? before for, before the, the the um season starts, he has one more, one more move. You uh, in the meeting either if if we don't find Buck. Right? right, I wouldn't be surprised to see. You know, I'm gonna say the roster. People have been locking in Reggie Bullock as a 15 spot. Um, I have a feeling that may not be it. I don't know if he'll do a trade because. But let me let me say let's say Frank goes to FIBA, and Frank sucks in FIBA. I could see them maybe trading Frank. You know, just doing whatever they can at mm-hmm. that point. Right. Um, I, I I would be shocked if there's one more little thing that Perry has cooking, but we'll see. Okay. All right. All right, cool. I mean, I guess Frank would be the thing if any, like, you're right, if if Frank, I think I'd have read that if Frank doesn't play well in people that they might use that as an excuse to kind of just let him lose. So that can definitely yeah. happen. Uh, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Yeah, so we, 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 we can see something interesting, but, you know, Summer League was, it's, it's a time to not overreact, even though we all in Nick Nation overreacted Heavily, even, I mean, not even on the bad side, but you're playing well, too, you're going in. Mm-hmm. People have already anointed Iggy, the, the savior, the villain of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a big jump up, you know, when we get to the real big boys. But you got to say, to see the chemistry at the end, not the beginning, like, I, you saw progress over some of these. Yeah. And um, I'm a sucker for that. If you're seeing guys get hit and, and, and come back up and, and stand up again, that to me is more impressive than someone who just comes in and is killing it. So I think RJ, this experience for RJ specifically, because that's really what Summer League was about, if you're keeping it. If you keep it at 100, it's about RJ. So RJ to go through that, come out better on the other side, leave with this level of confidence, not only just knowing how well he can play, but also knowing how much work he has to do for the next level. Um, could, couldn't have gone much better for the Knicks. I know it's considering we didn't make the playoffs and all that, whatever, but what I'm seeing from the players, I'm, I'm excited for what I see next season. What I'll see next season with these guys. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I think that's a, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> thanks for, then, yo, thanks for talking <laughs> to us, Terry. Man, I, I wish he was here, but I'm, I'm glad she was able to call in and, and give us your insight. Yes, yes. And yes. thanks for being part of the last yes. show of the kind of <laughs> yeah. season, man. Exactly. Until um the new season kicks off again. Yeah, man. Definitely, we'll have you back for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, guys. So I could be there person today, but um, obviously next time, love talking to you guys. Um, you know, you know what it is. It's the Nick of Time show. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know <laughs> All right, that was Terry, man. He is like the unofficial, like fifth, yeah, fifth, sixth, fifth member of, sixth this, of the crew. Of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many times has Terry been on, and how many times has Kathy been on? Oh damn! Oh, that's good. Oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
I want my I want my own chair in the studio, guys. Oh, yeah, the own chair. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I thought you guys were gonna actually meet today. I thought you and Kathy was gonna actually meet today. Uh, it happened. Nah. Well, um, maybe y'all meet one day. Word. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, shout out, to, shout out to Terry, man. Um, it was great talking to Appreciate you. Appreciate it, guys. Right now, I'm giving you an applause. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we will see you soon, man. Yes, sir. All right, that's, uh, all okay. right, that was uh, that was terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was our summer league talk. I guess that's our summer league wrap up. Yes, yes, um, yes. Shout out to all the guys. They they did pretty well. I liked that we got our teeth kicked in, and we actually finished up strong. Yes. Uh, yeah. Two and three. Two and three. No chip, like like expected. Yeah. But two and three. Yeah, better than nothing. But yeah. So, you know what? Let me see. It is time for the sacred part of the show. Oh. Yeah, the ooh picks. The ooh picks for you guys who are just watching for the first time. Because there's a lot of first time watchers right now. The ooh picks are the best picks of the week. I mean, the best plays of the week. We just talk about all the things that happened. All the basketball plays, all the dunks, all the blocks. All that stuff, we're going to talk about it. We're going to mm-hmm. like, highlight it. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to go first, yeah, though. Yeah. I'm going to just do one. Uh-huh. It's not basketball related. It's just like life. All right. Of, Nick's life related. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Alfred Payton. All right. You're right. New member of the New York Knicks. And he gets the first ooh of the day. Ooh. For... Taking KP's number. He got, <laughs> <laughs> he got number six. He's going to do it right by number six. You know, take all that bad energy out of it. You know what I'm saying? Be a real point guard. Show him how it's really done with, with number six. We like Tom. We like Travis Wehrer in number six, and now we like Elvin Payton. Shout yes. out to Elvin Payton for rocking number six, and I'm hoping you do it justice. Yes. Oh. Take, <laughs> take that man's number. Take that man's number. <laughs> Oh, man. Do you have anything, or should I, should I do something else? Um, You can do something else right now. I'm looking up an ooh pick, actually. All right, cool. So, let's see. Second ooh pick, I'm going to give to... Let's see. I'm going to give this pick to a defender. Not who you're thinking. <laughs> Nope, it's not money making Mitch. My guy Wooten was playing defense on the guard and looked like he was going to get beat. The guard blows right by him. It looks like he has a clean path mm-hmm. for a layup. But no, hold on, hold on. Hopefully I get this button right. <laughs> the, guy, the, the guard beats Wooten to the hole. Uh-huh. Wooten looks out of the play. He then recovers, jumps 600 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncy. Only to... Okay, that didn't work. Only Ooh. to reject the shot. <laughs> 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 and that... Let's see. How do I get... Oh, okay, uh, I think I got that. it. Rejected! There Only to reject the shot. There we go. <laughs> and that is my... Okay. And shout okay. out to Frank Nilekina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, threw some fresh prints in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Alright, so um, my old pick is... It involves um the second round pick, Iggy. Alright, Iggy Pop. Yeah, that's how he calls him. Yeah, um, in the game against the Wizards, um, he was bringing the ball up the court. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he played a little point forward. Oh, yeah, I already see where this is going. Yeah, so um, he went into the post, you know, back down his man. Back down, back down, back down. Then you saw money-making Mitch. Money-making Mitch? Cut, through the, cut to the rim, through the middle. Iggy spotted him, placed that bounce pass to him. Perfectly. Mitch rose up, slammed it home. Oh. Nice. Yes, yes. And my other ooh pick is... The development of Kevin Knox. Oh. <laughs> there was a play in the game, in the Wizards game, where Knox had actually two plays. Okay. Where Knox had the ball basically in the post or in the paint. And instead of forcing up the shot or making a bad decision, he found his man on the wing. Okay. The first play was he had the ball in the post. Then he turned around. I think he turned on his left side. Because he was trying to go through the middle. Okay. He spotted R.J. Barrett on the wing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he threw the ball out to R.J. Barrett. Barrett spotted for three. The future! Yup. Threw it up. What the? Oh. Nothing but the bottom of the net. Then we had another play now where it was a quick play in transition. It was just beautiful basketball. Mm -hmm. Because I think during the game, Isaiah Thomas was one of the commentators. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry to bring back bad memories. Shit. Oh, my heart. Bruh. (laughs) Sorry to bring back bad memories, Knicks Nation. Why did they have... Why did they... Why was the whole... Hold on. I got early broad pick. Early broad pick. Bruh. Why, why during the middle of the Summer League game are they just covering the entire screen with Isaiah Thomas talking about his years when he was a kid playing basketball? The game is on! <laughs> like, switch back to the game. I don't want to see right. Isaiah Thomas all big when the Summer League game is on. Like, what? come on, dog. Like, Bruh. All right, go ahead. Talk. Yeah, but um, <laughs> even Isaiah Thomas said that this was beautiful basketball when he saw it um, develop. But it was, there, it was, but it was a play in transition. And again, Knox received the ball when he was in the paint, but he was kind of off balance. Right. So instead of forcing up the bad shot and making another bad decision, again, he finds Iggy. Yeah. Towards the wing. Oh, yeah. Passed it out quick. Iggy shot it. Nothing but the bottom of the net again. Oh. Man, Iggy can't. Iggy, man. Iggy, Iggy Knox, man. These young kids are getting it together, man. They're looking real good in the summer league, dog. I yes, like what I are. see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's a lot of, man. There's a lot of. There's a lot of Oopics, man. There was a lot. Yeah. Like, there was a play where I think RJ was on the right side. And, yo, there was a, there was a play with RJ. It was a fast, I think it's kind of like a, a kind of a sort of a fast break, like mm-hmm. a delayed fast break. RJ has the ball on the light, left side of the court. Mitchell Robinson is burling down the court, mm-hmm. puts his hand on. RJ recognizes the mismatch, lobs the ball to Mitch Robinson. Perfectly in his hand, Mitch yeah. catches it for an easy two points. Yes, sir. Oh. There was another one where it was like RJ was on the right side uh-huh. and he does like a little pick and then lobs to Mitch Robinson for an alley oop. Oh. There was another one <laughs> <laughs> where uh, uh, Iggy Pop was getting hot. No, no, not even um. Uh, who, who? My man who just signed the deal with Europe. 
um, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was, was going off. Listen, Kavanaugh was a big reason why the Knicks even won that last yeah. game. Because he went off for like a quarter in the fourth quarter when it was, when it was a, a boxer. Kavanaugh was going off. RJ had the ball on the right side of the court again, set a pick. Kavanaugh sends, gives the ball to Kavanaugh perfectly in stride. Kavanaugh hits a nice, pretty floater on the right side. Yes, sir. Oh. It was a lot of nice basketball. It was just pretty basketball. Yeah, it was. And that was RJ's ninth assist, I believe. Yeah. There was a lot. There was a lot. I, I could go on for another hour. I know, man. <laughs> the only thing I hope for is that when the regular season starts, it's... That there's that many old picks when the regular season starts. Yeah, yo, because the pa- the passing was just refreshing. Yeah. There was so much passing between RJ, between Knox and Iggy. All of those guys just, I don't know, like, it was contagious. Or mm-hmm. I don't, it was, it was, uh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was like clockwork. It was clockwork, man. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to our guys, man. Shout out to our guys. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> it's, it's that special segment. Yeah, it's that time. It's that time. If, it's, if you're new to this show, you've never seen this part of the show before, this is Alice Collins' favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Bruh. The yes, Bruh Picks. Bruh Picks. Now. <sighs> yeah, let's get back to that tweet. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Ryan has alluded to this earlier today. I'm excited. There's a lot of fans excited to see all these guys play for the first time. They're really excited to see these top-tier draft picks play in the game. But for some reason, a lot of these guys just don't want to play. And thank thank goodness RJ is not one of those guys. Yes. Top three pick. He, he said, I'm playing every game, and that's what he did because he loves the game of basketball. Hell, I even a professional basketball player, but I know me when I'm playing in the parks, I want to play every damn game I can. Yeah. So for these guys to not want to play is ridiculous. So first bruh pick goes to, to these prospects who are load managing these games, man. Yeah. Like, should, should we name them? I mean, Jericho. Jericho. Oh, yes. Especially him. That's the big one why? right there. Why, my guy. As, as Kathy would say, my guy, why are you not playing my guy? Like, what is it? Why? He missed the entire summer league? They said it's because he wants to study what the Timberwolves are doing on offense. And I'm like, hold up a second. It's summer league. Isn't your team coached by coaches on the coaching staff? Do, is, aren't they running the same type of offense that you're going to run during the regular season? Bruh. And her, like, <laughs> come on. Like, <laughs> study the, like. Learn it firsthand with, against competition. Exactly. With teammates, you know the system. Like, that's common sense. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it makes no sense. Like, And then you have other guys load, man. Like, these, oh, I'm going to miss this game because uh, I've, I've shown. Like, I'm going to stick with Jared Culver, but there's other. That's the biggest culprit to me. Mm-hmm. But that's my my first. That's my bro pick. That's yeah. my biggest gripe for this week, man. The, the only guys I excuse, really, is Ja Morant, because I know he was just coming off of that yeah. knee surgery. If you're coming off knee surgery. Exactly. And Darius Garland, too, because I knew he was coming off the knee surgery as well. Those are the only two guys I really excuse. Yeah, that's different. You come yeah, off knee exactly. surgery, that's different. Like, yeah. don't you chilling at home? You playing Xbox? You playing... You playing <laughs> <laughs> like, no, right? Nah, you, you should, be, you should be playing, yo. You ain't playing 2K and not playing Summer League? Yeah, the, and, then, and, then, and then you had some draft picks. They played some games, and then other games they sat out. But our guys, they were like, nah, we ain't sitting on no games. No, we man. playing every single game no getting day, better. No days off. Exactly. No days off. So, bruh. Brother, you guys for that, there. 
Word. Oh man. Oh, uh, second my second bro pick goes to everybody who said RJ is a bust yeah. after one summer league exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah. Bruh. Come. The Call him out. Over. Call him out. The career is not over, man. Exactly. The career is not over because he did bad in one summer league game, and it works the other way around too. Mm -hmm. Because he got a damn near triple double. In his game doesn't mean he's gonna be the best player in the world either. Exactly. And because he have he was a bust. Mm -hmm. I mean he was a bust. Because he had a bad game doesn't mean he's gonna be the worst player in the world. It's summer league, dog. Exactly. It's summer league. Remember when Mo when Knox was killing summer league last season? And he mm -hmm. thought he was gonna be he was gonna be the second coming of Jordan. It's summer league, dog. Yeah. It's just summer league. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> I feel like pointing out every single one of them be like, yo, whose man's is this? Whose like, oh, man's is this? Like, if you want to point him out, go ahead and point exactly, him out. Exactly, yo. <laughs> point him out. If you want to point you, you got names? I don't got names, but I mean, I've seen comments on Nick's Twitter. Okay. I've seen comments on Facebook pages. Face Nick's Facebook pages. I, no, there was a whole lot of trash talk on Nick's Facebook pages. Lord. People talking about, oh, RJ's a bust, and like, oh, this is why they didn't want the Knicks to draft him, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. Like, for example, there's this one guy. Oh, boy. On one of the Knicks Facebook pages. And he specifically said after the first two games, he was like, this is why I didn't want the Knicks to draft R.J. Barrett. Because the guy, he forces up shots. He doesn't know how to operate in the offense. This not like he just coming up with a whole bunch of BS. <sighs> after two games, and like there was like mad Knicks fans in the comments like, yo, dude, it's just two summer league games. And let's be clear. I've been here every week talking about R.J. Barrett. Everybody knows I had my concerns about RJ Johnny. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also understand he's a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a rookie, he's a rookie, he's a rookie. I can't say this kid is definitely going to be A, B, or C based off two summer league games. Yeah. I'm going to give everybody the time to develop, make mistakes, be good and bad. Mm -hmm. No matter who you are, no matter if you're Frank, no matter if you're Knox, no matter if you're RJ, I'm going to give you a, f a few years mm -hmm. before I'm like, you know what? I don't feel comfortable going this direction with this kid. Yeah. I think it's time to move. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the, and the funny thing about it is that this same guy that after two summer league games was dissing RJ Barrett, after the fifth game against the Wizards, he came back now and he was like, oh, hey. oh. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? If... If RJ actually turns out to be a good player, I'll gladly eat my words. So he changed his tune up ASAP. Me, 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 me. Bruh. Brother that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. All right, so um, the bro picks. Oh, my gosh. I think I have more, too. Oh, you have more bro picks? Oh, man. Yeah, I actually have another one. All right, all right. What's my dude's name from Duke? He used to play for Duke. You used to play for Duke? Allen. Yes, Allen. Grayson Allen. Grayson oh, man. Allen. <laughs> bruh, bruh. How, Sway? How do you file out with eight seconds in the summer league game? Bruh. Whose man's is this, man? <laughs> Was that, the, was that the game when he got like two flagrant fouls or whatnot? Yes! Yeah. My man got into the game, got two flagrant fouls in the span of eight seconds, and was kicked out the game in Summer League! Oh, Have man. you not learned to control yourself? 
Have you not learned not to wind up and then hit somebody? Have you not learned yet? I mean, to be real he's about gonna it. Be, he's dangerous. Yeah, to be real about it, dude could not control himself when he was at Duke, so it just it just carried over to the NBA. Yo, how many times of scrimmage do you think his teammates fight him? It got to be off. Got to be. It got to be off. Man, listen, you be, just be glad Bobby Portis is on your team. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. All right, I think I'm done. All right, all right. So my first bro pick is going to LeBron James. <gasps> I don't even know if it's a. I don't even know if it's a direct bro. I don't even know if it's a. If a, it's a. If it's a direct bro on LeBron James per se, mm -hmm. it could be combined. It could be LeBron, Nike, etc. Everybody oh, okay, together. That's going, yeah, yeah. But you know, LeBron is. You know, LeBron likes to make friends. Yeah. You know, and when mm -hmm. AD came over through trade yeah. to the Lakers, yeah. he was like, you know what, man. I'm glad you're here. So, I'm going to gift you my number 23 jersey since that's what since that's the number you wore in New Orleans. Yeah, cuz we friends. Exactly. <laughs> but then Nike stepped in and Nike was like, "Nah, fam, it's not going to work like that." Bruh. You got to you got to keep your number 23 jersey because I guess something with production or whatnot. Yeah, what I read was it's all about the money, man. They didn't yeah. want, they felt like if the Bron switched numbers Right now, at this point in the season, it would screw up their money. So Nike mm -hmm. said, "Nah." Exactly. Bruh. So he Oops. had to. So he had to renege on that promise to AD, and now AD is stuck wearing number three for one season ah. in LA. So you know, LeBron, you know, he's he's out here parading like he's the king, but Nike's like, "Nah, fam, I'm the king." Nah. Bruh. <laughs> Kawhi's the king. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. True that. Kawhi, Kawhi is the new best player in the NBA right now. Oh, so um. Man. If if LeBron wants his title back, he's gonna have to beat Kawhi and Paul George and Clipperland. Well, was we'll uh, we'll just man, hope that um, AD stays there next season. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, LeBron might get be might be able to keep the twenty three. Yeah, pretty much. And Nike doesn't have to worry about any production costs and things like that. There you go. Save money. Help yeah. Else. <laughs> Word. Come to the next AD. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do I have a bro for me? Bro yeah. For me. <laughs> Oh, do I have another bucket besides that? Damn, I know I had one in my head too. Ah, damn. Oh yeah, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Oh, bruh. I don't know what he did. <laughs> bruh. What his name is Paul Pierce? Yeah, bruh. So I'm mean, Noah's bad. <laughs> so this guy with his fake sympathy. Oh God. I think I don't know if it was the I don't know if it was NBA Jump or what or it's it was on one of the NBA programs on ESPN, and this was during the time this was before Russell Westbrook got traded to the traded to the Rockets. He's like, oh, I feel so sorry for the Knicks and this and that and that and oh, and, 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 oh god and that oh, god. And, and that the Knicks should trade for Russell Westbrook because you know they need a superstar and this and that and blah Shut blah blah. Shut up, bruh. Why does everybody keep wanting? Pawn Russell on us. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, dog, if you were really sorry for the Knicks, you would not wish that trade on the Knicks. Because I'm like, it makes no sense for Russell Westbrook to come to New York. What is he going to do here? <sighs> like, you know what, too? I, I don't want to act like Russell is a bad player because he's not a bad he's player. He's not a bad player. But it's just like the timing is wrong, the salary is wrong. Exactly. Like, maybe if there was a, a situation where we were like a piece away or something mm -hmm. like that. And they were like, oh, we're almost at the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Then maybe you would consider doing something like like a Russell Westbrook. Exactly. Team, but it's not it's, it's not the time. 
It's it's like if the Knicks were to really go after Westbrook like that, it would be that mellow trade all over again. Definitely. Be so it's like, dogs, stop it with your fake sympathy, dog. We know you don't like the Knicks. Oh, stop keeping your name out of my mouth. Exactly. Man. Like, yo, Paul Pierce, when it comes to the Knicks, keep your mouth shut, B. Just keep your mouth shut. Hashtag Knicks for clicks. Y'all know what that is on Twitter. Yeah, pretty much. Y'all know what that is. <laughs> Bruh. That it? Yeah, that's all my bro picks. Oh, man. Cool. I feel like I have another one in the back of my head, but I can't remember. But I don't. Rem I'm a. I'm gonna just let it rock. Yeah. I'm gonna just let it rock. I feel like. Who, who's who, what's the name? The booty dude. I feel like. Oh, he, Ryan Holland. I feel like he said something stupid this week, but I can't remember what it was. So I'm gonna just let it roll. <laughs> yo, yo, you know what's funny too? Because you reminded me of this. On first take, uh, Will Kane was was taking the place of Max Kellerman, right? And he brought up the fact that his name was the booty call. On live, on live oh TV, my God. on, on, <laughs> on basketballreference.com. And, I, and it, it just took me back to our episode where we revealed that too. And I'm like, yo, are they watching us on the down low? I mean, can they give us our credit? That's what I'm saying because we brought that up first. I'm, listen, reference us. Exactly. <laughs> and first thing, if y'all need any guests, I mean, come on, we here. We are available, though. That's what I'm saying, we here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright man yo that's our show dog it's 8 8.33 on a Sunday that is our show yep. last show of the year of the season we might have like a seek another show later on just, just to like talk regular Knicks basketball in general mm -hmm. but it's, we'll see we'll see what happens but great man yes sir it's been a great season we're getting some follows. Instagram got bigger. Mm -hmm. Watches got more fast. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, th and thank you, YouTube viewers. You know, what, 3,000 um, hits our last um, episode? Yeah, 3K views last episode. So shout out to YouTube land and YouTube viewership, man. Hopefully that keeps expanding the way you want to. Uh, sponsors, listen up. The views are going up, so hit us up. Exactly. <laughs> views and subscribers. Yeah, subscribe. So please subscribe. To please subscribe, like, comment to this channel. And share too, because if you want to spread this, this love, you want to share this KOT love. Yeah. I know there's not a lot of shows like this, um, and we want to let it be known that there is a voice for Knicks players. For, I mean, for Knicks fans here at the KOT show. Yeah. And you know what? And it's a unique voice too. It's not like everybody else's. Exactly. So. And um and um going back to the Knicks players thing, like yeah, Knicks players, y'all can come through too. You know, interviews. You know, we're here. You know, speak to the people, speak yo, Nate, to us. Yo, Nate, you around the world, though. Nate, holla at your boy, man. Word. <laughs> Nate, holla at your boy. You tell us why you would want to come to play the next game. Play, tell us why. Tell us about how you like Dolan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why you would choose the Knicks over everybody else. Tell us, man. Exactly. And, and Amari Stalmire, if you want to come through to our Knicks basketball, we're not going to disrespect you like the other Knicks podcast Yeah, we're not disrespecting exactly. Amari, man. Amari is real. Yo, Amari... Come, come to the show, man. It's all love. Word. He came over here first. Put the Knicks back on the map. Yes. Respectable. Came here as the only guy. who was like, I'm going to put the team on our back. And you did. I mean, unfortunately, the injuries took over you. But yeah. Admire that, man. You always have a, 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 a special place in the heart for Knicks Nation. Man. Exactly. <sighs> all right, man. That is our show. Good to see you again. Yes, sir. Shout out to Edson Sean. Shout out to Kathy, man. Yeah. Uh, love those guys, uh, castmates. See you next time. I'm trying to find this intro button before I say peace. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The IGs. Oh! 
Yo, I am bugging. Yeah. <laughs> I am bugging. Yo, you can find us on Nick Time Show on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And also the KOT Show on Twitter. Also on Facebook. Um, shout out to Dash Radio for housing us so far. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on, on Instagram as well at JLS Draws Things. J E L L I S Draws Things. Where can they find you, Ryan? They can find me on Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. And I'm coming I'm coming through the article this week. Hey. Yes, yes, I have something in mind, so be on the lookout for that. Aye, 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 yeah. aye. Shout out and shout out to you. Actually, um, Dave too. Dave is right. Wrote an article. I don't know if you even caught that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna post that tonight. All right, cool. So yeah. shout out to Dave too. One of our writers. We I feel like we got three solid writers right now in rotation. Yeah. So I really feel good about that blog section. Make time show. Hopefully that grows. Yes, as sir. As well. And oh yeah, if you listen on Dash Radio, you want to listen. You want to listen to our show outside of Dash. SoundCloud.com/slash Make Time Show. YouTube.com slash The Nicker Time Show. Mm-hmm. Just Google The Nicker Time Show. Don't forget the The. Yeah, well, what else? iTunes, Spotify, all that. All that. Google Play, all that, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. And shout out to cameraman Chris, man, who keep us looking fresh and clear. You're doing right by us. Very dependable, very old dude, man. Yeah, shout man. out to Chris, man. He's always here, reliable, man. Word. <laughs> and even though he's a Bucks fan, he's still part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi. <laughs> That is our show. We are out of here. Yeah, peace. Peace. Peace and love out to where you from. But all of my love, they have to come. Say a bit. Bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city. Gonna do what I'm supposed to do. Represent for my New York City crew. Say again. Bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city. York, New York, big city, your dreams. them deceive you always hold your ground through the stormy seas we'll survive the storm to divide and rule is the only plan but God is our chief so we rise like the morning sun shine your light shine your light we are the of the sun shine your light shine your light we are the children of the sun so shine brighter than yesterday opportunities but speedily don't let it slip away be proud of who you are Shine brighter than the sun rays Even through the darkness You shall find your pathway Love is what you need Shine your light Shine your light We are the children 
love, all things grow. Let your natural light shine. Jewelry come and go. That God glow lasts you a lifetime. Someone, somewhere, things with a mastermind's mind. While drinking a glass of white wine, a waste of fight crime. By locking up the ghetto yokes, they call us felony babies. We children of the sun, melanin babies. Francis Cress Wilson, Dr. Sabi, intelligent babies. Kings and queens before it was gents and ladies. You only the Benz Mercedes for the peace and love logo. Talking to Brenda's babies, moms in love with the cocoa. Black boys indicted cause they end up in a photo with the neighbor next door. Who else they gon' know though? Uh. Mama says, son, they want your powers. You were lying amongst a bunch of young chihuahuas. They all sprung like dandelions and sunflowers. Wet behind the ears, then you hit them with sun showers. Shine, Shine your, your light. light. Shine your light. Oh, 
vacations been taken you places you never imagined you keep coming back searching for meaning and spiritual healing you talking i listen got you on the ceiling i'm like a magician you feel like you're living you keep coming back cause boy i am the prototype got you high know you're feeling strong i'm like your crib tonight like butterflies so let me take you higher cause i got the shit that somebody will look for but won't find yeah yeah just like this money i guarantee i'll stay on Wait a minute, think back, but well, this is all my fault My first mistake 
myself Thought if I could heal you, I could heal me too Maybe find a real me in you And I'm sorry I should've never put that pressure on you Should've known better, should've never let you in Should've never gave you that ride home Should've never got addicted to your life You smile with the gap that'll match mine And melt cast on and in this beauty I would bash Bash it, hold up, wait, I need a flash Fill that thing up with that brown water I'm about to splash Pools full of liquor and I'm diving in it Dug in my paint and found a diamond in it But see the way you scandalize my name Random lies, I, I know you love me still You keep my name in your mouth like it's lunchtime It ain't no punchline, bad thing right I'm bad divine, but ooh, I know you love me still You burn me, but I still wish you good luck on the journey, journey Yeah
Miami State Knife and Avenue B At the barbecues, grandma won my uncles Playing for the fives, move the fifth and fourth with Snyder Let's go to the other side Back and forth to block parties on Prospect You spin the seven, develop your own logic Real Gemini, play both sides of the ball Come over and give a fuck Send up my brother's construct Look at my sword Can't ever dream in my head to make it true I echoed every word with intent Since I escaped to the rhythmic changes The range of arrangements Vocab was amazing, hold it Just with all the troubles of the world surrounded With Western Indian roots, your ears dumbfounded I did it, better than most See, I'll grind up on the out Don't bring it to the house, that's Brooklyn I'm from Boston I'm from Boston Star is Thank you. 